teaching tips for English language teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTELT, we have another tech tip, quick and easy quizlets. Let's get going. What are quizlets? Quizlets are online flashcard sets and interactive games to help you and your students learn vocabulary or terms in any language. If you would like to join us, go to quizlet.com to create your own free account. Why should you use Quizlets with your students? It's a quick way to find out if your students understand the vocabulary they are learning, and it helps students become more autonomous learners because they can learn the vocabulary on their own. And of course, it's engaging. It has a lot of interactive ways for the students to learn the terms that you would like them to know. What are good ways to search for Quizlets? Uh, you can search by theme, such as careers or travel. If you search for careers, you'll get a list of different types of jobs and the, and the definitions for your students. Or if you're doing a unit on travel, you can learn all, find, you can find a list of all kinds of words that are related to travel. You can also search for specific parts of speech. For example, if you're doing a lesson on descriptive adjectives, you can type in um, your search for descriptive adjectives and find several different lists that you can choose from. Or if you're doing a lesson on action verbs. And of course, my favorite is if you're doing unit six in a headway um, pre-intermediate, you can type in headway pre-intermediate unit six and more than likely, you'll find a few options that are directly related to that textbook. And in addition, you can even find lists that have been created for specific exams, such as the TOEFL or IELTS, or even um, several lists that are related to the academic word list. So if your students need to learn this vocabulary for a specific reason, you can send them there. Or if you're teaching a course, you can look there and find lots of vocabulary lists that can help you with your course. Now that you have found the list that you want to use, it might not be perfect because you're borrowing a list from another teacher, so the list might not be specific for your needs. So let's talk about how we can edit a Quizlet now that you've found one. The first thing you should do if you find a list that someone else has created is that you should click the Customize button. and um, you'll find it under the top flashcard and it looks like a duplicate symbol, like two pieces of paper. And um, it's going to be next to the plus sign. And once you click on that customize button, then this will create a new set in your own account. And now that you have this new set, um, that customize button will be gone and it'll have an edit button next to the plus sign. You can click the edit button under that flashcard and you can also click edit next to each term if you want to edit specific terms. And once you've done that and you're in edit mode, you can change the terms, you can change the definitions, you can change the pictures or add pictures if there aren't any. And if you want to add or remove the terms, then you go to the bottom and you'll see at the bottom it says add or remove term and delete like five of the terms so that there's only 15. Or if you like 
the 20 terms that are there, but you want to add a few more, you can add in and then type in the word and definition. And it's really cool actually when you're adding terms because once you start typing in a word, if the word's been done before by someone else, then you can, uh, it'll come up with different word forms for that word. And it might also have different definitions for the word. And you can even choose which language you want the definitions to be in. Isn't that awesome? So now that we have created the perfect set of terms for what we want to do, we need to decide if we want to study or play. So if you give the link to the set to your students, you can have them study or um, play in a lot of different ways. If the students are studying, one of the ways that I like, there's several ways to study there are just to flip through the flashcards. If you want to do that, you can use learn, you can use write, you can use spell, or you can use test. Now all of these different ways to study are really good. My favorite actually is spell because the students can work on their spelling of each of the terms, but to, in order to be able to do spell, they need to be able to listen to the term. So they hear the pronunciation of the term, which is also great. So they can also practice the pronunciation while they are practicing the spelling. So that one's the one I encourage my students to use. But of course, they're doing this on their own, so they can use all of the study tools that they want. Then, if you decide that you want to play, there are three different ways to play games using Quizlet. You can do Match, Gravity, or Quizlet Live. And we're gonna talk about these three games, okay? Match and Gravity, you can either do with your students in class, or they can do them on their own, but Quizlet Live is only done in the classroom. First, you have to decide if you want the students to play collaboratively, in which case you're gonna have random teams, or if you want them to each be playing individually. So in that case, you click individuals. It'll give you that option, random teams or individuals. So you decide which one you want your students to do. When I'm playing, I usually prefer random teams because the students can um, work together more collaboratively and um, they have to interact with each other what, which term fits with each definition. Uh, however, you need to have at least four students in order to play that. So if you're working with a small group of students, less than four, or if, ironically, if you have a large group of students online, then you might wanna choose individual because you can do in the free version, you can only do random teams. So it can take a lot of class time to get people into the breakout rooms, but, um, if you so you might want to do individually but if you're doing it in class i definitely recommend random teams in class because it's a lot more fun and the students discuss together how to do it um and actually i prefer teams in breakout rooms even more than i prefer it in the classroom because if they're in breakout rooms they have to really discuss together and talk about what's on their um phone and what's on each other's phone because everybody has different answers to the definition. So the definition's the same on all the phones in that team, but the list of possible answers are different on each phone. So they really have to discuss together and decide which one is the best answer. It's a lot of fun. So when they're playing in teams or individually, if you're in your classroom, then you'll need to project your screen so the students can see it. Um, 
and if you're online then you're going to share your screen with your students and your students will go to quizlet.live in order to um, type in the game code or they can scan the QR code so there'll be a QR code um, that they can scan in, in instead of typing in the numbers for the code for the game code either one works it works very similarly to the way Kahoot works if you watch that episode and so they'll do they do they do it that way in order to play one of the things that's if you're playing online is the students don't need to be able to see your screen in order to play because the only thing that shows on your screen is the um, progress of each of the teams. you can keep track of the progress but the students don't need to be able to see your screen while they play and so while they're in their breakout rooms or if they're in the classroom if they're sitting together with their team they can be focused on the game and not need to look up and see your screen during the game just at the beginning once everyone is in the group and they're ready to go then you just press start another game that you can play is match and you might want to use this one if you don't have strong internet so you can assign a challenge um, through um, you can assign a challenge with match and in order to do that, first you have to play at least one game together with your students. And then after you have played the game and it tells you how long it took you to play, it'll come up with a challenge a friend option. And you click challenge a friend and then you can send the link to the participants. You can send it out to all of your students and they can play. And you'll notice that you can share it in Google Classroom or share using Remind. But if you just copy and paste the link, either in the chat box or email it to your students, then they'll have it so that they can play. Um, then each student will play on their own. The other game that you can play is Gravity. And um, assigning it as a challenge works the same way as it does with Match. Um, but in this game, the students must type the term before the definition gets to the bottom of the screen. So the, it'll just move at different speeds depending on if they're, want, if they're doing beginner or medium or hard, if they're doing the fast one. It'll go at different speeds down their screen and they need to be able to type in the word, the, the term that goes in the, in the blank before it hits the bottom. So those are the basics of Quizlet. So let's look at what we have learned. It's easy to search for and edit previously created Quizlets, which is such a, a time saver for us teachers because we're busy, right? And there are many ways for our students to learn new words with Quizlets. They can study or they can play the games. There are so many different ways that they can learn these lists of words. And Quizlet games are an engaging and effective way to do informal vocabulary assessment in almost any class with almost any textbook or theme. So tell us what you learned about Quizlets in this episode. If you go to ttelt.org and send us a voicemail or an email, we'd love to hear from you and hear about what you learned and what you liked or what you would like to learn more about with Quizlets. And now it's your turn. 
We've got a Quizlet challenge for you. The challenge link is in the notes, so please read the notes so that you can go to the link challenge. And there are terms there that will help you learn more about Quizlet. The challenge is a match game, so you can um, practice playing match and you can also learn more about Quizlets. And of course, if the link doesn't work, just send me a message and let me know. I will keep checking it so that it will continue to work. But if, uh, just in case the link stops to stops working, send me a message, either um, send me an email at tteltinfo at gmail.com or a message on YouTube and I will update the link so that you can play. Uh, but, uh, and then I'll send you the link directly and then I'll repost the link in the notes. It's a lot of fun, really. And if you wanna learn more about Quizlets, cause of course there's lots more to learn, we are going to do workshops on quick and easy Quizlets. The first workshop will be Thursday, November 19th at 11 p.m. GMT. And the second workshop will be Friday, November 20th at 12.30 p.m. GMT. And the third workshop will be Saturday, November 21st at 7 a.m. GMT. So check your local time to find out where this is in your area of the world. And if you are not sure, you can um, go to worldtimebuddy.com or another website and compare your local time with GMT or UTC so that you will know when exactly this workshop will be. And all of these are going to be the same workshop at different times. So I'm scheduling on different days and at different times so that I can hit um, all the time zones. Hopefully one of these will fit into your schedule so that you can learn more about Quizlets. And in this workshop, we're going to focus um, not on not only on the things that we have talked about in this episode, but we're going to learn more about how to create our own Quizlets and I'll be there to answer all of your questions. If you haven't already signed up for TTELT workshops, please do so on our workshop page at ttelt.org. You'll find the link there at ttelt.org. Uh, there's a specific page directly for workshops. So go there, click workshops, and then click on the TTELT workshops link and sign up. And then you will be able to participate in any of these workshops that fit into your schedule. And hopefully some of our other workshops, such as the pronunciation tips workshop that Nicole Kalp is going to be leading also on November 20th at 11 p.m. GMT. And soon after that workshop, we have a workshop with Matthew Jellick, who will be giving us a workshop on enhancing students' learning in multi-level classes. In this workshop, you'll learn more from Matthew Jellick. Matthew Jellick is going to be in our interview that will air on November 19th. So get ready for that interview and then get psyched for this workshop. And don't forget about our student engagement workshop that is going to be led by Beth Trudell. She was on the episode last week, so if you haven't watched that episode, I highly recommend it. But you get to learn more about student engagement on December 4th at 11 p.m. GMT. And our interview next week is going to be with Armin, and he's going to tell us how to use Padlet. So get ready for his episode next week, and then you can do some hands-on learning with Padlets at his workshop on December 5th at 2 p.m. GMT, which will be 10 a.m. 
in uh, New York, where he is. And also in New York, actually, and Laura Connor is going to be in our episode uh, November 26th. And she's going to do a workshop on vocabulary acquisition, making words stick. Yeah, so making those words stick into your head. So I'm really excited about this workshop too. And there's more. Katam and Maria are going to talk to us about how to create and what to do with your English or ESL club. So they're going to give us lots of tips about English clubs. And this workshop is going to be on January 29th at 1.30 a.m. GMT, which is 6.30 p.m. for them in Los Angeles. So many workshops coming up. I hope you've signed up for our workshops. <laughs> and I really, really, this week, I want to thank everyone who has participated in our workshops so far. Thank you so much for taking the time to participate and learn. And thank you, thank you for encouraging your friends to join, uh, especially Hamis. He's gotten so many of his friends in Egypt to join us, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Hamis. And of course, thank you for subscribing to the podcast and YouTube channel. Uh, we've only had six episodes so far, and we're, we've already got a lot of people that are subscribing to the podcast and the YouTube channel. So that's all thanks to you. So thank you so much for all that you're doing to let your fellow colleagues know all about TTELT. I really, really appreciate it. And if you would, would like to be part of the TTL team, please send us a voicemail at ttlt.org or an email at ttltinfo at gmail.com. And please don't forget to become a member at patreon.com slash TTELT. And of course, I know I mentioned it before, but we really, really would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel so that we can spread the word about TTELT. And you'll also be able to join us in our Facebook group, TTELT, and follow us on Twitter at TTELT1 and on Instagram at T.TELT. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.